If you are a career-minded leader in a business or organization, or somebody who wants to focus on your personal and professional development, then today's episode is for you. We are going to explore your current reality as it pertains to your whole identity and well-being. Welcome to the PEMSO Effect Podcast. Host Steve Shrout provides tips for anyone challenged with living a balanced lifestyle in today's world. He created the PEMSO Effect concept while working as a senior media executive to help him overcome his challenges with balancing career, family, and his personal life. On each episode, Steve will share from his personal journey and interview leading experts about their research and their life experiences. He will present concepts and strategies to help you discover your best self, enhance your performance, and develop your personal brand. Here's Steve with today's edition of the PEMSO Effect. It happens like a frog in a kettle. We live our days fulfilling the roles we have accepted as part of our commitment to those who are most important to us. In our personal lives, we are husbands or wives, mothers or fathers, brothers or sisters, children, and in our professional lives, we are executives, leaders, managers or workers, volunteers, and more. We wear many hats and are living a more integrated and blended life than ever before. And if we are not careful, we can lose our identities while trying to meet these obligations. It can happen gradually over time and little by little. Today, we are going to try and answer the question, who did you become when you weren't paying attention? If you haven't done so already, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode number one, where we introduced the concept of the PEMSO effect. That episode will lay the foundation for everything that we're going to be talking about here today. If you and I were talking one-on-one -on -one and I asked the question, how are you doing, how would you answer? And from what role perspective do you respond? And let me ask you a couple more probing questions. Today, how are you doing? And today, are you living the best version of yourself? This episode is going to ask a lot of questions and I want to encourage you to pause the playback and take a moment to think through how you would answer the questions, but do answer them with brutal honesty. I've also included a link to the PEMSO Reality Check Worksheet that will help you answer some of the questions asked in this episode. You can find it on the podcast page at steveshrout.com. As we dive deep into answering the question, who did you become when you weren't paying attention, we're going to work through the five topics of the PEMSO or the five categories of the PEMSO, which is our physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and occupational self. Let's start. The first topic of the PEMSO is our physical self. With all the demands of life, our physical health can sometimes take a back seat, although not intentionally. I don't think anyone goes through their days thinking, how can I sabotage my physical health today? Without thinking intentionally about our choices throughout the day, we choose foods that make us feel good for the moment, but leaves us feeling sluggish a few hours later. We sit in meetings or at our desks for eight hours a day or more, and it's always easier to lay on the couch and binge watch our favorite television show rather than engage in a physical activity. We lose sleep because of work or life stress. There's no phrase that rings more true for our physical self than play now, pay later, pay now, play later. Looking back over the decades of my life, I can recall a time when I was most physically fit. I was probably in high school. I was sports-minded, health-conscious, and was my most energetic self. 
I thought nothing of getting up early in the morning to go to a football or volleyball practice, uh, participate in condition training at lunchtime, and then ride my bicycle home or to work. I was so active, it didn't really matter what I was eating at the time. My metabolism was in high gear, and I was burning calories at a fast rate. Now, as I'm older, I have discovered the importance of keeping myself physically fit so I can accomplish the tasks required of me for my occupation and my family activities. It also helps me enjoy a happier and more physically comfortable life. However, I know it's not always that easy to maintain. Of the five core attributes outlined in the PEMSO effect, taking stock of ourselves physically is probably the easiest to do. Just look in the mirror, get on the scale, determine your resting heart rate, and even track your sleep. It's all there visually and in the data. Okay, here's the first set of questions for you. Recall a time when you were at your best physically. How old were you? Where were you? And do you have a mental picture of what you looked like at that time? Pause the playback and take a moment and answer these questions with honesty. Of course, as we get older, it's impossible to maintain the physical strength from our youth, but we can definitely have a physical health that's appropriate for our age if we make the right choices. The next topic of the PEMSO is our emotional self. When we talk about our emotional component in the PEMSO sense, we really are talking about our happiness factor and our ability to regulate our emotions to properly align with whatever is happening around us. I don't think that evaluating our emotional happiness comes naturally to us, and I believe we tend to operate more instinctively in this part of our lives than any other. Some people are very aware or in tune with their feelings, but unless you're a person who has been to therapy or studied this topic at some point in your life, checking in with your emotions and recognizing how happy you feel throughout your day isn't likely part of your normal daily schedule or routine. You know, we've heard a lot about emotional intelligence over the past couple decades, but have we really stopped to evaluate what it means and practice it? For me, there have been several times in my life when I feel I have been at my emotional best. Thinking back to my childhood for a moment, life seemed so engaging at 10 years old. I was learning so many things, whether it was music or sports or education, and I really felt good about who I was becoming as a person. I recall feeling the same way when I met my soon-to-be future wife. The sense of euphoria and confidence was so uplifting. Yet, as life happened over the years, challenging circumstances and tragedies began to create a bit of self-doubt and a lack of confidence in me. It wasn't until later in life when I discovered my purpose that the sense of joy lifted to a whole new level. So here's the next set of questions for you to consider. When was a time that you felt you were at your best emotionally? What was happening in your life at that time that was so uplifting to you? And who were the key people around you at that time? Press pause. Take a moment to answer the questions. It's okay. I'll wait. All right. Now that you've done some reflection on the topic, here's a few more questions to help you explore your happiness factor. The first one is, when was the last time I genuinely laughed until I cried. You know, answering this honestly will help you start to hone in on your current emotional state. Happiness shouldn't be something that is foreign to you. The next question is, what brings me joy? If you have had a hard time answering this question, then it may be time for you to start exploring hobbies, interests, and reconnecting with friends. The third question would be, do my emotions tend to be more negative than positive? In other words, do you feel more sadness than happiness? 
Are you more impatient or even angry rather than patient and tolerant? Do you feel confidence or fear more often? Answer those questions with brutal honesty and think about how you feel about your answers. Go ahead and rewind the last 20 seconds or so to hear those questions again and pause to take a few moments to answer them. Okay, let's continue on with the next topic of the PEMSO, which is our mental self. When we talk about our mental selves in the PEMSO sense, we are talking about our ability to think deeply. It's our mental alertness and acuity throughout the day and our ability to learn something new and consider new concepts. I wish I could clearly remember more times when I had great mental focus and clarity. However, it seems those moments I do remember were mostly the result of a situation requiring a fight or flight response. Sure, starting a new job and participating in professional education required dedicated thinking, but those times are more about doing something for future survival rather than the result of direct decision to stay sharp and grow mentally for my own personal improvement. There are many things that tend to diminish our mental acuity. Lack of sleep, poor nutrition and lack of exercise, emotional instability, relying too much on technology, a lack of external stimulation such as friendships and other things. Mental stimulation is one of the things I believe we should not neglect but often do. We believe there is comfort in coasting day to day and simply walking through life and then into retirement. We falsely believe that a successful life is one that eliminates and even eradicates challenges rather than embracing them and thinking strategically through them. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, striving for growth in this area can be a valuable part of maintaining our mental health in the future. Evaluating ourselves mentally might be a bit tricky. Again, keeping the process simple, answer these few short questions honestly. What was the last thing you taught yourself through study? Maybe you learned a new skill or language, or maybe you were determined to read a book on a topic that wasn't a lot of interest to you. How long has it been? The next question is, how long can you think about a topic without being distracted? We live in a world full of distractions. Smartphones, media devices, instant gratification. What does deep thinking mean to you? The next question is, do you consider your friends, any of them, to be deep thinkers or intellectually stimulating in their character? We are often the reflection of the people we hang around with. Sometimes it's easier to be with those who don't challenge us rather than those who respectfully oppose our point of view and challenge us to grow. All right, pause, reflect, and then we will continue. The next topic that we're going to cover is an interesting one that results in quite a bit of discussion when I talk to people about their PEMSO. It's the spiritual self. It's important to note that when we talk about ourselves spiritually, we are not necessarily talking about our spirituality. Most times, people think of spirituality as religion. That's not what we're talking about here. Our spiritual selves are the reflection of who we are ethically and morally and portrays the truth of who we are when we live publicly and privately. The spirit of who we are is rooted in our purpose and how we choose to live our purpose every day. It can have a faith foundation for you, but your spiritual self and purpose is what gives you direction. I think it was Mark Twain who said the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you discover why. What a great quote and concept. 
For me, I like to think of my purpose as being the very essence that allows me to connect with others in a genuine and authentic way that encourages and even challenges them to be a better version of themselves. It's the part of me that holds the desire for me to contribute to society in a positive way. It's also living my life's purpose daily. It's the part of me that strives to minimize my selfish ego and maximize selfless behavior and adds values to others. I find immense peace and humility in sharing a meal with a homeless person. I learn so much about them. I learn about their life and myself in such a short time. It's truly inspirational when two people from completely different paths of life come together and share something unique that makes them both better for a moment, leaving us forever changed. Some people grew up in homes that found value in volunteering and contributing to build their communities and have received great childhood training that helps to understand how to connect and serve others in a meaningful way. Today, it's very easy to live our lives in an isolated manner, existing in a very self-centered way without giving regard to those around us who are less fortunate. They are there if we choose to look for them. Okay, here's the next set of questions on this topic. When was the last time you made a contribution of yourself, not money, without regard for your personal advancement or recognition because someone else needed your help? What is your purpose and are you living it? The last topic of the PEMSO that we are going to explore is our occupational self. Again, speaking in the PEMSO sense of the word, this is the part of us that is designed to do something productive, to work at something that helps us build to a better future. I was fortunate to work in the same industry for over 25 years, and during that time, I worked for several different companies and discovered many good things and some bad things from each of them. Also, during that time, I learned much about myself, what I'm capable of, what energizes and inspires me, and what demotivates me. I met some great people along the way and call many of them friends today. Yet none of this would have happened if I was a passive participant just blindly going through the motions of my job. As my career progressed, there was a time that I realized I had given myself unconditionally to my job and it started taking a toll on my health and even robbed me of my identity and relationships. It's important that when we reflect on our occupational self, we are really thinking about whether the work we do allows us to keep our whole self intact. It's being able to do something for fair remuneration that accepts your talents and strengths as an individual and even encourages you to live your purpose while doing it. So here's the last set of questions for you to consider. What was the best job or career that you ever had? And what made it the best? Who were or are the people that were influential to you there? Were you able to participate with and contribute your unique talents? How did you attach your purpose to that job? We spend the better part of our lives, our most energetic hours, working to build something. We want to know that what we work hard at matters in some significant way. Doing something useful occupationally helps us determine who we are and also provides credibility as an individual. As we wrap up this episode, let me ask you the question from the top of the podcast again. Who did you become when you weren't paying attention? What if your best self is who you will become in the future starting today? And what does your future self look like, act like, feel, and believe? It is possible that your best self is just a few reflections, decisions, and actions away. It may be your time to reinvent. If you are interested in taking your time to reflect on today's topic, then download the PEMSO Reality Check Worksheet and work through the questions again. 
Maybe share this episode with someone who might need to hear it. Thanks for listening. And remember, take better care of yourself so you can take better care of those around you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pencil Effect. Stay connected and subscribe to receive notifications about future episodes. For more about Steve, go to steveshrout.com. That's Steve, S-H-R-O-U-T dot com. Until next time, develop your PEMSO and discover your best self.